Hello, Will Bellingham MP. Good morning, sir. I'm just calling to remind you not to catch the train this morning. Uh, I don't understand, Irving. Surely you can't still expect me to go to this bloody regional MP's clusterfuck. Why, of course, sir. It's not every day you get to visit the luxurious environ of Mark's Tay's premier hotel establishment. The regional MP cluster meeting is a marvellous opportunity for you to hobnob with other up-and-coming MPs. Oh, don't be so bloody silly. Surely they're all in Westminster today, frantically jockeying for position in this bold new post-Sunak era. No, sir, but I'm sure they, like you, will be tasking their senior political advisers to keep an ear to the ground. It's ground zero up here, sir. Rishi's people want to know if we're for him, and of course, Javid's mob are equally curious as to whether you'd throw your lot in behind him. Then there's the Barclay Massive, the Tugendat too, and Team Truss. Everyone else you'd meet would be asking if you still support the PM, who has of course spent the last two years of cabinet meetings doodling cocks in his rough workbook, dribbling on about bum boys in tank tops and breaking wind to allegedly comic effect. A wise man would clutch the olive branch offered by the regional cluster meeting and let the governmental storm blow over. If if I miss out on any opportunities over this, Irving, it's your balls to the fire. I will make some calls and speak to some useful contacts, sir, and if anyone rings to call a snap election or offer you a job running the Department of Work and Pensions, I'll be sure to give you a tinkle. Now hop off the train before you get as far as Chelmsford and hightail it back to Mark's Tay. Um, we've just passed Shenfield. Oh dear. And, uh, but you can still be back by nine-ish. Remember, keep it low-key and don't make any friends or enemies. You must be strictly neutral like GB News and continue to pirouette around our fractured values. Cheery bye, sir. Ah... <sighs> I could just get fuck my life tattooed across my buttocks at this point. You're in here, Mr. Bellingham, our conference suite. Oh, right, thanks. What a nice room. <laughs> Lots of natural light. Luckily, you're the first one here, so you can get yourself a nice cup of coffee. We have an espresso machine and some UHT milk sachets. Ah, oh gosh. All the mod cons. <laughs> I, uh, I can never work out hotel coffee machines. Just put your pod in this little slot. I can't actually see the pods. In this drawer, we've only given you two. We can no longer afford to offer unlimited complimentary coffee pods, obviously. Not with inflation about to hit 10%. Uh, no, no, I, I, I suppose not. Um, I'm uh, sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, a word to the wise, those UHT milk sachets have started to bulge. If you don't like your milk green and furry, I'd leave well alone. Lucky for you, it's a bright sunny day. We don't heat the rooms, except for a few hours at the weekends. Financial suicide. Yep, yep, point taken. We used to offer a little pastry selection for conference delegates, a little pano chocolat and some French fruit tartlets. But of course we're out of Europe now, so we don't have ready access to their confectionery. Oh gosh, well that's uh, that's a shame. I prefer British pastries anyway, to be honest. <laughs> If you do get hungry, I, I believe the kitchen still has a potato or two. Um, I'll leave you to it then. Oh, what a dismal little place. <sighs> but at least it's a warm sunny day. Right. Ah!
Billingsley. Um, Bellingham? Um, Will Bellingham. MP for Wivenhoe and Hythe. Yeah, I'm uh, Keith Plum, the MP for Gorchester. I know, we've met before. Um, Twice. Have we really? Christ on a fucking Brompton, no recollection. Well, look, uh, this needn't take all day. We we can be out of here PDQ if you play ball. There's really very little to discuss. Um, but we uh, ought to wait for the other MPs. No, it's just us, Billinghead. I thought it was a regional cluster. Yes, and you're only here because we carved Wivenhoe and Hythe off into a new constituency in order to create another Tory safe seat. Right, well, that was that was clever. We've been tasked, uh, you and I, with uh, brainstorming some urban redevelopment strategies, so I'll go first, huh? Good Lord, um, that's impressive. Yeah, created it myself, actually, in Photoshop. Took about an hour. Who who are you? Uh, Adobe One Kenobi. Ha! Yeah, very droll, I like it. You're a funny fuck, Billingsley. (laughs) Anyway, the key points are straightforward. One... We'll sell off the Lower Castle Park for housing. Two, increase business rates in the high street to attract a more high-end retail outlet, you know, regenerate the town as a shopping destination. And three, repurpose the old Debenhams building. Um, yeah, I mean, but if Marks and Spencers can't afford to be in the high street anymore, you know, who are you hoping to attract instead? (laughs) Fortnum and Mason. Wilster. The good people of Colchester do not want a Fortnum and Masons. They are simple, poor, uneducated folk. I envisage a glorious esplanade of Weatherspoons, sportswear outlets, betting shops, and an Only Fools and Horses-themed cafe selling vegan jelly deals. And hopefully, a co-op food market is a touch of class. I see. Yeah, ideally we can convert Jumbo, the water tower, into a nightclub, maybe even, you know, hush hush though, a titty bar. I have connections. We'll see. There's a lot of red tape there. Huh. Yeah, well, it'll uh, make a change from the more usual yellow tape and scaffolding. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, what's, what's, what's the plan for the old Debenhams building? Ah, big plans, Bellas. The pièce de résistance. We thought a community labour exchange hub. Colchester is growing reliant on food banks, which are, of course, presently a charitable organisation, with a fresh initiative to encourage the less financially engaged denizens of the town to donate their time and manpower in order to earn food. Washing clothes, sewing mailbags, sifting through refuse to isolate recyclables, that sort of thing. And, um, and and that earns them food. Yeah, either food stamps or, uh, you know, perhaps we could even produce a nutritional broth on site. Uh, But, but, um, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a Victorian workhouse. Not at all. We're levelling up Britain by leveraging the poor and their need for sustenance into a new workforce who can benefit the community. Look, see here on uh, on page 12, I've photoshopped a happy, smiling youth in a hooded top into a large mock-up of a kitchen where he is gainfully employed, turning green waste into compost. In exchange for a warming bowl of gruel... A a warming bowl of, of, of chunky soup. 
What does the uh, speech bubble say? Uh, please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah, 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 the finer points need finessing, B-Man, but the initiative is sound. Anyway, who can't pay their way in society will be directed to the Labour Exchange Hub. And anyone on Job Seekers Allowance will have to work there for 40 hours per week in order to retain their benefit. That's, um, that's quite a bold plan. Yeah, Rhys Mogg bloody loves the idea, wants to take it nationwide, and Rishi Sunak almost came in his pants. Yeah, um, we'd certainly be delivering something. <laughs> well, 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 Lord Alborough, who'd have thought I'd find you here in the cloistered majesty of the Carlton Club in the middle of the day? How on earth do you find time in your fiendishly busy schedule? Irving, dear boy, won't you join me? Hmm? Take a take a weight off those immaculately crafted brogues. Relax. Ass pincher's been blackballed. Good to know. Too enthusiastic with his whip, if you know what I mean. Now, I'm sure I couldn't possibly trouble you with trifling matters of state, sir, not when you're clearly already batting away all comers eager for your legendary expertise. <laughs> Irving, you've caught me between glasses of generously subsidised port, so I'm at your mercy for the next six minutes, I'm sure. Excellent. Well, may I begin by asking... How is your father, well, he's actually... Uh... <laughs> it wasn't really a question in need of an answer, Irving. I, I couldn't give two shits about your father. The only good old Carthusian is a suffering old Carthusian. Yes, well, Daddy died in 2004, Lord Alborough. Jolly good, silly old bugger. Uh, but remind me, where did he school the young Irving? Oh, I think we both know the answer to that, Lord Alborough. Indeed. The stench is rife. But at least you had the good grace to enjoy Baliel, I hear. Was there any other choice? <laughs> ah, jolly good. Now, now, tell me, what can you do for me? Well, I hoped, sir, that you might help me with a delicate little morsel of a matter. Naturally you did, which begs the question again. What can you do for me? I haven't endured having to sit adjacent Andrew Lloyd Webber in the chamber for nothing, you know. Well, quite. We remain at your disposal, sir. Consider your elegantly betweeded back thoroughly scratched with my reciprocity stick. Jolly good. And um, tell me of your young ward, Billingham. Is he um, one of us? He's a malleable little chump, well-meaning, but... Inexperienced and with no discernible flair for anything, political or otherwise. We're expecting a call-up to the cabinet in the next reshuffle. <laughs> He'll learn, but mind him, Irving. Keep his nose clean, zip up his trousers, and bury the hookers if they threaten to go public. Keen advice, sir. Now, to business, the word is that you have the ear of the PM. The man Johnson comes to seek my advice on occasion, it's true. Why do you ask? I was wondering if you might pass on a message. An anonymous message. This all sounds deliciously irregular. A very short message, just one word, in fact. Here, I've, I've written it down. But I can't stress this enough. You mustn't tell him it's come from me, otherwise it won't work. And we'll all be stuck with him a while yet. 
Mm, and uh, is this supposed to mean anything? He will know what it means. Mm. Right, well, I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. Mm, now, I must be off, Irving. I'd stay longer, but the gout will not allow. And how is Lady Alborough? Uh, yet living, more's the pity. Ghastly hag. Take care, Irving. Bula bula! I mean, we're in a deplorable hole here, Keith. I mean, quite apart from Partygate and the Covid contract scandal, one in ten Tory MPs are being investigated for sexual misconduct. Yeah, that's not a such a frightening statistic when you think that one in only 300 MPs is Sir Desmond Swain. Boys will be boys. Bill, it's all just harmless fun. It's never a pity to fondle a titty. It's really not on anymore. I mean, you know, we need to move on with the times. <laughs> Gone are the days when we can get away with getting a blowy from a junior staffer in a quiet office. Yeah, actually, I think Carrie's done well for herself out of all that. And um, what have your suggestions, Will, huh? What, what schemes have you in mind to address the poverty in Wivenhoe and Hive? Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, chimney sweeps, uh, rag and bone men, turn St Mary's Church into a Turkish barber. Ha! Who's not moving with the times now, Will? Ha <laughs> ha! W to the I to the L to the B. I like your thinking. Yeah, this will please the PM greatly. What? What, Johnson? Yeah, my, my spad Irving has uh, started to call him Polonius. Something to do with hiding behind something until someone sticks a knife in him. Well, if only Polonius had had Liz Trust to stand behind instead of an old tapestry, then the Prince of Denmark's schemes would have been as short-lived and ill-fated as a Scottish independence referendum. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm quite worried by the prospect of the destruction of the United Kingdom. Nah, I've seen the polling. The odds are that Johnny Scotsman, well, should that be wee Jock McPorridge, hasn't got the balls to go through with it anyway. The sweaty socks will bottle it like they did the last time. We just have to be firm with them. When your servants rebel, you must swiftly move to crush that rebellion. Well, you know, they've got a lot to offer the world, the Scots. Um, magnificent whiskey, uh, uh, tourism, deep-fried Mars bars and heroin. They can't even play football, Will. Let them dare to leave the United Kingdom. We'd be better off without them. And the Tafts. And the mix. Oh, Christ, that's just so offensive. In fact, I've been thinking of suggesting that the English should be given the referendum on leaving the United Kingdom. Leave the dead wood behind. You have to look after your own first. I mean, you know, not the women, of course. In, in fact, they've got slightly more rights than they need, if you ask me. There's going to be a reshuffle soon, you know. People are whispering to me about a junior role in government. Stick with me, Will, and who knows where you could end up. 1882? Anyway, look, it's almost half nine. What say we knock this on the head for the day, huh? I'm on the links at eleven. Um, yeah, um, Keith, isn't it, um, a bit of a waste of taxpayers' money to take the day off and play golf? <laughs> Before you go, why don't I make us both a nice coffee, hmm? Black for me, um, how about you? Uh, one lump or two? Mm.
Uh, Will Bellingham, MP. Ah, Will. Glad I've caught you. Have you made it as far as Chelmsford yet? Um, I'm not in London today, Irving, so uh, I'm still in bed. (laughs) Well, I say bed. Between you and me, I'm on the sofa. (sighs) Again. Sarah's up in arms on the warpath. Mental as a burst hen. I'm not sure how much more I can take. I was going to spend the day hiding on the allotment. Once I'd signed up for an allotment, obviously. Very regrettable, sir, and yet largely irrelevant at the same time. You need to be in Westminster as soon as possible, sir. Big Dog has shat the bed and left the kennel. Everyone's running around like screaming chickens trying to form a new government. There is a small shortage of Z-list nodding dogs, and if you put yourself about, someone might just give you a tiny role in government, something which I now believe would be a positive development. What, 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 uh, what, 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 what? Boris has gone? Indeed, sir. SW1 is alive with the sound of corks popping, ministers cheering, and one very upset young lady peeling very expensive wallpaper from the walls of her husband's flat. Oh, Christ. Well, seems the the people have finally sent a message to the greased piglet. A very short message, sir. One word. And the word was today. Now do get up and hop on a train, there's a good chap.